Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your We country. are the last Americans. We are the last Americans. Yo, 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 yo! Hey, yo. Damn. It's hump day. What is up? It's a humpity hump day. Oh, yes. I am air humping right now, everybody. Slap that ass. Mm. Slap it. Yeah, man. We need I'm to get slapping. that. Jesus. We, we looked last week. We were watching some funny videos. Actually, we were talking about it a little bit because you bought that kiddie pool, but we were watching some uh, some pigs. They were humping the pools. Oh, yeah. They were in the water just, just going at it, dude, on these pools. And uh, I want to take that Amen. clip. For hump day, and just that's how we start the show. Uh, but Chris went out and bought that. Put it pool. into the Wednesday or Wednesday intros, or yeah, something? yeah. It's just like the first yeah. video we play as it transitions. No, it just over. transitions and goes straight to just a yeah. big hump in the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God, the oinky point. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah, man. Uh, glad you guys are here, man. Wednesday, middle of the week, halfway yeah. through it. We're halfway through it. Yeah. I already feel Jeez. like it's like Friday. I'm like I'm ready to sleep for a day. I know, or right? Two. It's, it's well, a, that you had to get up at one o'clock or I be at the airport at one o'clock. Yeah, I didn't get up. I, I just stayed oh, yeah, up. you picked up your wife, huh? Yeah, you know, I wife got there. Uh, you know, she she landed in Salt Lake City. She had a layover in Salt Lake City. And then uh, so she texted me and was like, hey, we're in Salt Lake. And seems like we're about 15 minutes behind or so. Then I had the little you know tracker chart. So I was kind of watching the plane. Oh, yeah. Uh, they got in on time at 106 in the morning. However... Uh, yeah, there's this like little parking spot that I always go at the airport, so I don't have to drive in circles. Yeah, so like I went parked. <clears throat> yeah, it's by Whataburger there, you know. And uh, so I saw that the plane landed. I'm like waiting for the message, and then she's like, "Hey, we're stuck on the uh, tarmac. They're waiting for a plane to leave." Well, that ended up being like 30, 40 minutes. Then it was like, "Hey, the sky thing is not coming out. It's been like 10 minutes. Or we're All waiting the stairs on- or whatever. Yeah, something." Whatever comes out and like lets them off. So like ended up like we we didn't leave until like two in the morning. It was like an hour that I, I, I sat there, no. and then you know fifteen twenty minutes home, and yeah. then you know try to give the kids a Dave, hug. And- it's a, you know you've had a rough schedule. <laughs> I mean I will tell you. Well like, I mean uh, not really. I mean I've been home alone. I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean it's just like you know I don't mind staying up late, but then you get like. You get up and you're driving and shit at one in the morning, and it's like hard to like calm yourself down. So by, I mean she passed out. The kids like were oh, out, yeah. bro. But I was sitting there like, damn it! Now my heart's racing. I feel like I'm up. Your heart's racing? Well, no, not wow. racing. But <laughs> are you running away from the Portland? Do you know, listen, if you're See, the, the Jill and the girls fell asleep on the way home, I was, so Dave uh, decided like no, street race people. In the no, minivan. dude, no. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm this saying? Motherfucker wants to race again. Okay, come yeah, on, in the minivan, some. bro. I fucking was yeah. revving that shit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're, you know, I was uh, at the end of the evening, I was just you're watching. You're just up and about and you're awake now. Yeah. yeah. I was watching uh, the Daredevil series. I'm like, I'm just on that, like, hard. And then, I, you know, you get up and you're like, you get dressed and, you know, you get out the door and you're driving and active. Yeah. It's just like your brain needs to shut back off again. It's almost like well, it dude, woke yeah, up I know. Again. 
I know you're not one to take showers, all right? You're a bath man. Oh, I have been okay. taking a lot of showers, though. Now, a hot fucking shower yeah. right before bed, yeah. Oof, especially yeah. in winter, you know, when it's a little bit chilly yeah. in the room, you know, you're just like, ooh, okay. Well, yeah, hot yeah. showers, dude. I, uh, I worked swing shift for a while, <clears throat> and when I got home, this was many, many, many years ago. Yeah. did a uh, different job, but, like, uh, when I used to get home, it was, like, 3 a.m., and I would just, like, blast the shower as hot as I could get it. And then just go lay down, and I would fucking pass out probably five minutes. Yeah, I mean, in the shower, that's dangerous. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd wake up like a raisin, you know. I used to do that as kind of a stress relief or like a meditation thing. I'd turn the shower on when I go to take a shower, and then I just I just sit in the tub yeah. and let the shower. Don't you still do that? Every once in a while, and yeah. Let, and let the shower come down. <clears throat> I, I was gonna it. say I saw you and in let the shower, the shower the day. and let the shower like just <laughs> come down over me. And then you weep like a music video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, my emo comes back. Yeah, like, dude. <laughs> Tonight will be the night uh, that yeah. you will fuck. You know, uh, especially when you used to have your hair was like longer. <sighs> it was there. Singing yeah. on a rooftop, sitting in my <laughs> oh, shower. <yeah. laughs> You're right, though, man. Yeah. Like a hot shower or bath, whichever, man. Because that's what I. That's why I did it. Because wrestling and like being in sports and like you know back when I was actually where I used to just. After a meet or something, I just lay there and soak, bro. Oh yeah, and uh, I just got in the habit Soaking. of doing it, man. I, I I enjoy it. I know some people hate it, but whatever, well, dude. Hey, uh, some people don't hate the Last Americans podcast. Okay, so everybody, if you're listening to this on YouTube, like and subscribe and share. Hit that notifications button. Do it. Leave a comment. Do okay, it. and then also leave a comment and rating review on Apple. All right, I love listening to those. Oh, I did it again. I love reading those <laughs> while I'm shitting, okay? Oh, boy. Yes. He loves listening to his shit while he reads them. That's there we go. I, I listen to the Kerplunk. <laughs> I am such an immature little bastard, but, uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys yeah. leave awesome reviews. You guys are great. Uh, my wife, I think, left one the other day. Really? So. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't have, I don't have Apple Podcasts on my phone. So. Oh, you son yeah. of a biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because I have a superior Android. So I well, don't, I, don't I think the numbers Apple would say things. that that's not true, but hey, we'll we'll keep it with that. <laughs> you, well, yeah. You're different. You're Either being way. different. You know, he's, he's hardcore. You guys are just mad that I don't have those blue text messages. That's well, like. it's bad because it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I called you five times at the Comic Con. I have no idea why that shit didn't go through. I don't know either. That was weird. Like there's sure. like, his, his text messages never go through for me either. I know. It's like weird. whenever I send him a picture, it's like a uh, message failed. Yeah, and then I have but to anyway, I have you to guys you. just leave a comment, leave a rating, <laughs> leave a review, whatever yeah. you can do, whether yeah. it's Spotify, Apple, Google Pod, Podcasts, wherever. Yeah, we appreciate it, guys. We really do. Hell and yes. uh, we're just trying to get the transition as smooth as possible, and you guys have been doing a great job. So thank you. Thank you for that. Love you. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> Love you. You just came right in. You were waiting for that. <laughs> oh, uh, and we got to say, tomorrow, uh, the Patreon thing, right? We're doing a Splitsy uh, episode tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, Thursday. We uh, normally do just Patreon only. We're actually going to be on for about a you know half a show uh, yeah. for everybody. Then we'll be transitioning over into uh, Patreon. So you guys yeah. can check that out if you want to. Our Patreon, obviously, already is going to watch both, but it's going to try something new there. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I kind of want to start the day. I, there's, a, there's a few articles here. The one that you brought is interesting, but I want to talk about this because I didn't get to you yesterday. There's a Portland ser- serial killer, possibly. Yes, dude. I'm so glad you brought this. Somebody yeah. messaged us on Instagram, and I forgot about it. It's yes. Yeah, we talked about the Austin serial killer. Uh, is couple. that is that him? I don't oh think my so. god! <laughs> oh, this guy. 
Who is that? <laughs> He's going to kill no, you. That's just a random video. Oh, but... uh, that's random. Homeless man attacks a drug. Oh, okay. But Ooh. you never know. I mean, <laughs> in Portland, in Portland you never fucking know. But uh, we actually really enjoyed the conversation about the Austin one because it's, it's there's a lot of stuff going on with that one where people are turning up in the uh, Bird, Bird Lake or whatever it is. Uh, in the river there. Yeah, yep. it's a river, but it's no called Bird, Bird Lake or uh, Birdie Lake or whatever. And we actually, maybe that he got caught because... No, nah, I don't know. I don't I don't know because they did. I seen a news thing the other yeah. day up in Pflugerville. Yeah, where actually I, showed you. I, I was. Sh- yeah. yeah, and they had caught a guy, and then he had, had admitted later that he had killed at least ten people. Uh, so they said that he admitted to. Yeah, there was. I can't remember exactly how many people that he admitted to killing, but he. They said that there could be many, many more going back to the. Yeah. Mid-90s. So we're like, ooh, is that the the range? But I don't killer? know. Maybe there was two. But either so this way, this one's in Portland. Though, this one's right? in Portland. Well, this is Multnomah County. And uh, so, yeah, there's a there's a fear of a serial killer. Dozens of missing women girls raise a red flag. Cold case experts say six women have been found dead within months of each other in in or near Portland, sparking a fear of a serial killer. Great. Mm. So is, you're did they all the die of the same M.O.? Like, uh, I don't they know. Die? I don't know. They just are finding their bodies. There's a map here that shows where the bodies. Now, listen, I, you know. I, one of them's way out there. Um, what was it Bridget Webster? She was uh, April thirtieth. They found her, and she was oh yeah, she was way west down. of Salem, which you know is is a, is a pretty good little commute there. But the other ones, uh, you're talking. Are you of, showing the map there? Oh, yeah, look at this. Yeah, man, this shows where the bodies were found, right? Ainsworth State <clears throat> Park, April twenty fourth. Clark County, April eighth. Portland, February night. Eagle Creek, man. So you're talking. There's like a little square here, a little corridor. Uh, and these are just five of them. There's been a, there was another body, a sixth body apparently. Uh, I don't know about the uh, exact cause of like their deaths. Uh, I haven't really dived into it that deep. But even in Portland, it's rare to have. I mean, missing people. There's a lot of them. It says roughly half of the 140 people missing from Multnomah County in Oregon so far this year, mm. which includes the city of Portland, are women and girls. So you're talking about 70 people of the 140 are women or, or girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of them are just yeah. missing. You don't ever find them. With, uh, there are currently 401 active missing person cases statewide. Yeah. 401? Yeah. But oh, they boy. found the bodies of six women, and they were discovered in and around the city in a five-month span. That should raise alarms. They're all roughly, it looks like, close to the same age. Yeah, they're all, all female. the same hair color. They're all female. Yeah. You know, so... It just begs the question, like, and I think with Austin, uh, the reason that I'm tying those two together is, like, I feel like, and a lot of people feel like, they're not putting the pieces together. You know what I'm saying? Like, they keep saying these are accidental drownings, when in reality here, it's like, bro, these are all between 25 and 35 males by themselves drowning in a river that if you actually go down to the river, there's, I mean, there's spots that you could fall in, but Mm -hmm. there's, like, trees and shit and bushes, and so So This does say at least one case has been linked to homeless encampments and the open air drug markets. Yeah. Is there an open air drug market in Portland? Yeah, Portland Portland pretty much legalized everything. I actually just watched. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a lot of people (laughs) are saying that that's one of the huge issues that they're having is that, you know, it's rampant downtown Mm. and shit where fentanyl and all that shit. Yeah, man. So, the whole article talks about a retired uh, NYPD sergeant and now uh, adjunct professor at the John Jay College of Criminal Justice said the sheer number should be considered a public safety concern. Even if no foul play is suspected, you should still be looking at this. Well, yeah, I mean, um, 
I, I think that uh, there is some sway to want to blame this on the homeless encampment and the open air drug market. Sure. As we just mentioned. So like the fentanyl deaths, I think fentanyl out of all of the drug overdoses, I think fentanyl is involved in like 94%. It's something fucking ridiculous like yeah. that. So nobody knows what's laced anymore. Yep. Right. And remember back yeah. in the day we would buy some weed off some random dude. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then it'd be like, oh, thanks, man. Oh, this smells like oregano, but I'm going to smoke it anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But now. Thanks for criminalizing us. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, this was back in the day. Yeah, I it's mean, like a cousin on, of a, a, the cousin of a cousin of a friend of yours says, like, dude, I know someone. You're like, let's meet up in an alley. I got a, got a guy. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, man, you know I think we got a good one. Oh, this smells like a skunk, dude. Oh, like, I can't wait to. Meet me behind so, the Burger King at 1 a.m. You're like, yeah, no problem, dude. But there was. One time mm-hmm. where I smoked some stuff with my buddy and mm-hmm. my buddy turned white as a ghost. And he's like, I don't feel very good. And everybody started tripping balls. I remember another friend started puking and I was like, whoa, yeah. what the hell did we just put in our bodies? Right. Yeah, a little angel yeah. dust in there. You know what I'm saying? It happens. Well, apparently, somebody <laughs> it said that it was laced with mescaline. And oh. I'm like, okay. What the hell is so, that? I have no idea. But I mean, I've heard it. I don't know what, what it does, per se. But I've, I've never heard even it. heard of that before. So uh, I don't know if that's true or not. That was just like what everybody was saying. Was that then, some um, other stoner who said that? It's like, bro, that's yeah, masculine. Bro, while masculine. they were tripping, they were like, I think it's laced with masculine. Whoa. Yeah, bro. Did you smoke the mescalator, dude? Like, he went <laughs> yeah. up the fucking hill, bro. <laughs> no, so anyway, uh, I feel like <laughs> drugs... Did they clarify whether or not these women had drugs in the remains, in the bodies? I don't know that they, no, they did not. They did not. They didn't get that far. Uh, It's really like a base level thing. And I think when you're looking at this, like, listen, obviously Portland has a real serious homeless problem, a vagabond problem, people just doing whatever they want to problem. Yeah, Uh, it it says uh, of the bodies they found, only one has been publicly declared a homicide by investigators. Yeah, Uh, It was found with blunt head and neck injuries. Oh, boy. That doesn't mean that it's not. Because, listen, Portland has a problem with the police department, too. Let's be very clear. Uh, They're not able to engage in as many calls because they've been defunded in a lot of ways, right, over the years. And so to ask that they be investigating this is like a kind of a hard task, man. I don't know that they're going to spend time if there's not. It's only the one that's been released. So it's like there isn't really any information on the rest of them. But there are people, including that NYPD guy, who's saying, like, if you think, this is a quote, if you think that these are the only six bodies in the area, I think you'd be mistaken. There needs to be a full investigation, including a cadaver dog and other everything else in between. A cadaver dog? Mm. I'm just saying, you know, I, I think that he's putting pieces together, saying, hey, we got women around the same age, around, you know, similar features and stuff, you know, which is generally mm-hmm. MOs when it comes to serial killers, right? They go yeah. after certain women. With certain hair. Now, to be fair, one looks like uh, maybe more red hair, but they're all about the same age, you know, very similar to Portland, right? Like yeah. they're all in that kind of 20 to 30 year old age group. Yeah. Uh, finding these scattered throughout, like there's a good chance that there's more. Oh, yeah. And well, not taking it serious is a crime, dude. Who is this? Uh, who did they interview in this article? Um, Gia Cologne. Gia mm. Cologne. Who is Gia Cologne? That's why I told you. Joseph Giacolone is a retired NYPD sergeant and now adjunct professor at John Jay College of Criminal Justice. 
Okay, so he was quoted saying, like, talk about a serial killer sweet spot. That's what Portland is because mm. of the drugs, the the prostitution, the homelessness, and the abolish the police movement that you yeah. just talked about. Yeah, yeah dude. It, Perfect cover. You know, we were, um, we, we had this conversation multiple times, not with you guys, but with my wife, because uh, she obviously, we, we still have some of the Callis County and stuff, like, new shit that pops up on our feeds occasionally, and, and obviously her parents and her friends all live there. But there's been, like, more murders and suicides lately. Yeah. Uh, not so much suicide, but murders happening well, even in our town, bro. Uh, there was one just, in, like, two in, weeks ago in Longview. Austin? Lo- no, oh, in Longview, in Longview okay. and Kelso. It's, like, not – it was weird back in the day when you had a murder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, there, there always was, like, one or two or something. And if you remember, like, when we were in middle school, there was uh, Kara Rudd, which was a friend of mine who was murdered, and that became a very big case. Uh, yeah, well, that was the, a child too. That I was mean. a child, but I'm just saying, like, we don't have those situations very often where there's like people being murdered. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm talking real, like, murder, and all of a sudden, it just feels like there's more. It's ramping up. Even well, and, and I mean, how much of that was us not paying attention? And not uh, it's into not. It as well? It's not because yeah. even like you know, my my wife's dad and her mom's just like it's fucking wild, bro. There's just like stabbings, murders, and that stuff was not a thing. And yeah. a lot of it has to do with a lot of the Portland communities moving up in the area. Yeah. You know, pricing prices going up, people moving out of Portland, and uh, you know, Longview was, homelessness. Homelessness, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a lot of it, dude. I because, mean, over, over the last yeah. five, seven years, the homelessness in the the area we used to live in is crazy now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's getting pretty bad, you know. But like you said, I, it's not like you want to put this solely on the homeless. Like you know, in general, ser- serial killers are not like homeless people. They're people that are taking yeah. advantage of the system, and mm-hmm. maybe they are. Maybe there is somebody important saying, "Hey, I can get away with this because of all these other issues." I'm just going to kind of slide under the radar. Well, that, I mean, there for a while, you'd hear about a serial killer, like, was in the news. Like, that was a, a thing that serial killers were out there and, like, doing the same thing. All of a sudden, it stopped. But did it stop or they just stopped kind of, like, reporting them or, like, doing the investigation like it was a serial killer? Like, because hmm. it makes you wonder, like, have serial killers always been there? And they're yeah. just, or, like, they're just killing a bunch of people all the time. And they're not really linking things together. Mm. Yeah. Because there for a while, serial killers, there's how many serial killers? There's three or four well-known ones up in the Northwest area. Yeah, there's been a few up in the Northwest. Man. Yeah, there's like the Lucky Charms one. There's the Frosted Flakes mm. one. I mean, these yeah. serial killers are just <laughs> killing it, bro. Yeah, man. The Green River killer. The yeah. real one. The Green River. Yeah. Like there was really Ted prominent, Bundy. prominent ones up there. I mean, like, and then all of a sudden it would it stops. I don't think so. At Northwest, I think they just it's that Northwest linking, air. linking people together and are just chalking it it's up. It's because it's hard to investigate. That's why. And, and like, they don't actually do it until there's, like, some absolute proof of it. And then at that point, there's 10 people dead. Yeah. I mean, you see that in even, like, any, any documentary of this shit. It's like they didn't tie it together. You know what I'm saying? That there was multiple. And I watched, I've been watching this thing called, like, The Innocent Files, I believe it is, on Netflix. Where it's like a it's like a series that follows like it's not individual stories per se. Yeah. But they were saying that how many people are in jail and in prison uh, that were innocent, and there was a case where a dude like strangled a kid. They blamed it on this guy. He went to jail for thirty years. There and right after he went to jail, there was another one, same situation, and another innocent person went to jail. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden they find out like, oh, there's a guy that was going around doing this that was not either of those two. And it's like, bro, they were the same fucking thing. Like mm. broke into the home. Kidnapped the child, killed the child, threw him in a pond. It was the same exact, yeah. same weapon the whole nine. 
And they didn't even tie those two together, and they happened within six, five, six months of each other. Mm. So, Chris, I just sent you a link. Uh, this was just updated April 2023. <clears throat> Serial killers by state, and it has a map. Mm-hmm. It has a nice map that shows you, like, the density by each state. Like, which state has the highest serial killers, okay? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, uh, these are total victims, 1992 to 2019, so they have some catching up to do as far as, like, the victim database. Mm. But California, California clearly off the fucking charts. Well, Texas, Texas is number two with the top yeah. serial killer. But that's, uh, you know, between the last 20, 30 years you were talking. Well, no, that, but the, you got to understand California, Texas and Florida are heavily, heavily populated, man. Exactly. That and was, so was going to be my point. New York is up there, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would actually be more interested on a per capita situation. Like, you know, oh, per yeah. number of people per state. Like, what are the odds? Now, well, actually, Washington, I want to see how this changes over time. That would sure. be the more interesting thing. Like, what's the more current serial killer rate? Like, is Texas yeah. lower? Washington's higher? You know what I mean? I mean, shit, Vermont, 11. <laughs> I mean, Washington is, for whatever reason, greener than Idaho or Montana mm-hmm. or or Oregon. I mean, yeah. for some reason, like, maybe that's because Seattle is the bigger city. Higher population, yep. Uh, of the, of the uh, group there, but. I mean, to be fair, like so Chris is. I don't point, think Mon- I don't think Montana gets any because they go to that one little spot on the border that doesn't belong to anybody, and that's where they all get oh, dropped yeah, off. True, oh man. yeah, the zone of <laughs> death. That, the zone of death. Man. Yeah, that's where they go. That's why they don't have any numbers yeah. up there. Yeah. But I mean, we've had. I mean, to Chris's point, we've had multiple very famous serial killers coming out of Washington. Yeah, uh, and in a lot of times they go down the I five corridor, which is you know, which is a very easy highway. Yeah. From, you know, to Canada to Mexico, bro. <clears throat> so you see a lot of that. But Ted Bundy was predominant in Seattle. They had the Green River Killer or whatever. Uh, yeah. There was another one that actually my mom had a run-in with when she was working. She had a run-in with? Yeah, man. I can't remember the with name. A serial killer? She did. Oh, that's right. And she almost, got, like, got taken by she, them? Well, she was, she, she said somebody, like, you know, basically startled the guy away. But she, yeah. After, I mean, she was working at a uh, flower shop out of high school, I believe it was, or in high school, out of high school. And a dude showed up and she was there. There's another guy that was like in the back room, but Robert Lee Yates was another one in Spokane. Yeah, I can't remember what the dude's name was. But Mm -hmm. either way, uh, you know, this dude came in and started talking to her and it was like they were closing up and stuff. And um, he was like kind of luring her in basically. And then this dude that she worked with came out of the back room and the guy just turned around and walked out. And then like, you know, months later, you know, they, they she saw a picture of, you know, the wanted list for the guy and it was him. So she was like, it was God. could have been like a really weird situation, man. So, uh, yeah, you could have ended up dead, bro. Yeah. But that's the thing with I-5, you know, it's and you see this all the time with like the highway being right there, even kidnappings. You know, like yeah. where we grew up, like the highway was right there. And so, like, if, you know, somebody was abducted in Portland or even in our hometown, it's like they could be on the highway in five minutes and, and they're mm-hmm. just gone at that point. They, yeah. you know, it's it's still one of the more concerning things. I mean, um, you know, just women alone with their children, mm, you know, yeah. it's like a one on one thing where you have like a mom, maybe three kids taking their kids to uh, Target or something. Yeah. And then you you see people just following people around. Chris, yeah, you were man. just talking about this the other day on the show. Yeah. Like, you know, people notice when there's suspicious activity like that, but <clears throat> some people don't, and yeah. they become victims. Dude, there was a situation right before we left that was, like, scary, up by our house, up up in that area where we used to live. And uh, it was a school. Um, the bus dropped a student off at the wrong stop, oh, or the yeah. student got yeah. off at the wrong stop. And uh, the parents were, like, looking for the student, 
uh, you know, as a younger girl, the mom was like, hey, she's not at the bus stop where she should be. Apparently, she was let go at a different bus stop. And uh, supposedly, a, a woman picked her up. And so yeah. she a was random like, random fucking yeah, woman. She like, was, Come on, get in my car. Yeah. So the mom starts driving around and uh, she's going down the hill where we used to live there and she passes the car. She sees, sees her, daughter her daughter in the passenger seat of a, oh this car God. with this woman. And she immediately flips a bitch, fucking cuts this woman off, calls the police and shit. How scary. Yeah, that'd be terrifying. You know, because like yeah. with the trafficking situation, man, it is no joke. You know, that, that yeah. woman, if she <clears throat> didn't go up the hill and just went the other way, would have been on oh, the highway yeah. in minutes. And where Over. the fuck was she going? Like, why wouldn't you just call somebody yeah. and say, hey, this little girl like is lost? Yeah, there's no defense. You would say, let me call your mom for you and you'd wait with exactly. her. And, exactly. And, you know, let people know what's going on or flag a couple other cars down. You just put her in the car yeah. and take off? Yeah, no, it's not dude. good, man. But that's, that, that, to your point, Greg, uh, people are fucking weird now. And, they and they're and they're not ashamed anymore. Like they don't try to hide like they used to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and it's like the uh, the whole COVID lockdown gave everybody an excuse. Be like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm all isolated and weird. I'm gonna kill people. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe it's just uh, allowed them to blossom. You know? Yeah. It's listen. You know, I don't. I'm not trying to point fingers like uh, just Portland. You know, Portland. Like, there's a lot of problems. There's a lot of good things about Portland that you know are there still. Yeah, it's but just it's heavily heavily populated. Just well, like, it's. Uh, it's it's that, and it's also just like the new policy and the way that people are running things. It's it's allowing things like this to spur, you know. And then it's, yeah, you cut gross. down the police force and you cut down all the stuff, and they don't have the time to investigate like they Knowing should. Knowing there's no consequence for anything. Yeah, it's really dangerous, mm-hmm. man. That's all I'm saying. I don't know if there's really a ser- serial killer <clears throat> in Portland, but I think that there's enough bodies that you should be looking at it. Like yeah, I don't sure. see why you don't have a, for- a little mini, you know, two or three person task force looking at this shit. You should. Well, it just depends on if they have the bodies to uh, <clears throat> hire. You know what I mean? It's well, just, do you have the force to look into it? Then that's I guess the you get what's coming to you when you live in these areas. You know, because it's true. That's that's what happens when you decide that you don't want police around anymore, or investigators and shit. So it, it's yeah. an interesting story, man. Uh, it's worth keeping your eye on, well, uh, just like the Austin yeah. killer. So. so, I mean, speaking of people dying, yeah, man. Uh, we had this witness in the Biden bribery scheme die mysteriously. OK, and now yeah. this is a revelation from Rudy Giuliani. He was speaking with Rita Cosby on the Saturday report on Newsmax. And during this episode, Rudy Giuliani claimed that he offered to give the U.S. attorney information about a whistleblower with access to smoking gun evidence of Biden international bribery scheme. But he was ignored, and she later died under mysterious circumstances. Yeah. Okay. Now, it, apparently, this was the chief accountant at Burisma, like that Ukrainian mm. oil and gas company. Um, and she was willing to come forward and provide all of these like transactions and all this stuff, right? All the offshore bank accounts, supposedly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they waited forever, and she had ended up dying. I guess. Um, this is, uh, this was also years ago that he came and warned about this. And so I, I took a snippet of the actual interview from that show. And I'd like you guys just to listen to what he says, because it's, it's pretty uh, entertaining, but it's also kind of sad. I like how he's right? sitting in his car at a gas station. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> There's you see people that's, pumping that's so fuel fucking rude, Julian. <laughs> Jeez, man. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Uh, am I sweating my uh, my hair stain? God, oh, it geez. is rude, E. Giuliani. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you go. He puts the rude and Rudy. <laughs> yeah. God. Let's see what he says, man. On a day in which uh, we find out that Biden took a $10 million bribe 
from a Ukrainian, Mykola Zoshevsky, which I, I could have told you, you know, and did tell them three years ago. And uh, they followed up on none of the evidence I gave them. Uh, they were hoping the people would disappear or die. Uh, it's extraordinary. I, I gave them one witness that any investigator would uh, jump through hoops to go to. Gave them the wit a witness who is a woman who is the chief accountant at this crooked company, Burisma. She was the wife of the former owner who died under suspicious circumstances. Uh, and uh, she was willing to give up all of the offshore bank accounts, including the Bidens. And she supervised the transfer of a lot more cash to the Bidens and other crooked politicians for Burisma. Are she you confident, are you, are you confident that now the House committee is going to get to the bottom of that? Because that is stunning, Rudy. I sure hope so. I mean, uh, the, the reality is that we gave it to them in January of 2020. And the Pittsburgh U.S. attorney was very interested. And then in a very strange move, Barr took it away from him, gave it to the U.S. attorney in Delaware. He didn't do a damn thing about it. And the woman mm. was under threat of death. So we tried to put pressure on them to do something. Look, suppose she was lying. You would find out in a minute. She wouldn't have she wouldn't have the accounts. She either has the goods or she doesn't. And it's absurd not to interview her. One thousand percent. She claimed she had bank accounts and that the Biden's got a lot more money under the table mm. than um, already we had eight million dollars on the table that we could prove which they could prove tomorrow if they wanted to. They could have proved it three years ago, Rita. They could have indicted him before he ran for president mm -hmm. and, and obviated this problem. We could have found out if he was innocent or guilty in January of 2020. All the witnesses were there. And I have See? So yeah. why? Why did they wait, bro? Dude, Rudy's sounding like Chris in the morning, bro. <laughs> I know. I wanted to clear damn. my throat the entire time listening to that guy. I was like, God damn, bro. I need clear to, your uh, fucking throat. Take some pointers from that gal, too. I like she's like, that's revelation news. I know. She had her hand <laughs> on her hip like, now, Rudy, you better be telling the truth here, buddy. Wink, uh, wink, wink, wink. Nod, nod. No, listen. Uh, here's the deal. Rudy, I think, like, I think he's digging, and I think he's trying to find stuff. Now, whether he's right all the time, wrong all the time, I don't know, but. It, it is it is startling that like this stuff and we've seen this. I mean, we this has been backed up by paperwork, right? Yeah. That the DOJ and the FBI have had information and sat on it. So it's not shocking when he says I I sent this to them in 2020 and they did nothing. Yeah, that's not even shocking. Well, you know? and that always doesn't end up being because there's corruption. It could just be incompetence. It, it kind of <laughs> reminds me of a of a. I mean, dude, I'm gonna throw this out there. It reminds me of a scene from. National Treasure. Oh, boy. Where he's... Randy Nicholas, Quaid? Nicholas Cage is going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Oh, wait. Different movie. <laughs> and he goes, uh, uh, the FBI or whatever shows up after it's done. He's like, uh, we actually had an anonymous tip come in that somebody was going to steal uh, the Declaration of Independence. And the guy goes, and why was nobody told about this? And he's like, well, we deemed it not credible. Yeah. And he's like, is it credible now? Yeah. <laughs> oh! I remember that well, scene. Well, yeah. so, I mean, this guy said, Rudy Giuliani said that he handed it over to Attorney General Barr, right? Mm. The whistleblower. Stuff. No, he Who, handed it no. to then someone. Turn, and, no, he handed it to the someone there, yeah. and then Barr took it. Yeah, Barr took it. Barr and, took it, yeah. and then handed it off to Delaware attorney who did nothing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I'm just saying, like, why did Attorney General Barr not pursue anything? All right. I mean, this guy is fucking uh, holding up some stuff here. Yeah. AG Barr, come on now. Yeah, I don't know. Unless he looked at it and thought that there was nothing to it. You know, there was no credibility to it. And, and, and like, listen, to Chris's point, like, I, I don't want to believe that they're incompetent. Like, their whole job is based off of, like, especially when you're at that level, is based off looking exactly. at this stuff, right? Well, regardless yeah. of what job you're at, there's going to be incompetent people. Uh, for sure. But at that for level, sure. though, I feel like you're not incompetent, you know what you're doing, and you do stuff maliciously on purpose. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think that it's – it could happen. It could happen. And maybe Barr looked at it and just said, hey, there is no – this, it, you know, this person – no one knows who this is. There's no record that she ever worked for these people. There, nothing. And mm-hmm. so that might have been the case where they just said, hey, we we did look into it and we didn't feel like now they could be wrong. And that happens all the time with police. They look they literally interview killers. Yeah. And then they release them only to find out six months later that they were the that fucking killer the whole killer. time. So, I mean, how hard would it be to look up this um, whistleblower and the chief accountant? at Burisma and see if the two names match up. Dude, here's the problem, dude. Watching the Daredevil. I tell you what, man, you really got to watch that. It's great. <laughs> uh, they are able to fuck with records and shit. And, and if they don't want you to be known, like they can get rid of you. You know what I'm saying? That, that's Bob Lazar, bro, to a T. That's what they yeah, did to him. Oh, yeah. yeah like took he away never, his he, fucking uh, college education. Yeah. Never went there, never worked there, good point. all this stuff. Yeah, yeah good point. Uh, so, yeah. listen, is it is that kind of like woo-woo? It, it is, a little bit. But I'm just saying... Not to, really. To, well, I'm just saying to say that it can't happen, especially when you're talking about a very corrupt company, like, it can. Uh, mm-hmm. So, maybe, you know, like Bob Lazar, I guess, that's a great example, Greg. Maybe, you know, she was telling the truth and, and they just hid all that so that, that she didn't look like a serious person. No. You know? Uh, but, I mean, imagine. So, uh, Rudy was saying it wasn't just the Bidens. It was a lot of politicians with corrupt mm. money. So, imagine the incentive to get rid of this woman. Well, it's yeah. Like, we've we said it in the past before. Like, how many different politicians' sons work for these companies over there? Mm. Yeah, like they all right? they all have ties to like weird companies in China or companies in Ukraine. It's like it's like why? Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to know what they consider suspicious. Um, I'd like to know how she was it he or she? It sounded like it, it was. I think it was a woman. Yeah, <clears throat> I want to know how she died and what makes it suspicious. Uh, because obviously, if he did this in 2020, you know we're the height of a pandemic. You know people were dying. For whatever reason, it could be uh, you know something else. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know what she died from. It just, it just says yeah. died mysteriously only because she was a potential. But that's person. the thing. Like yeah. he he said it in the thing where he's like, sometimes they just sit on this crap knowing that they're probably gonna die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. the same thing I was talking about. With Biden, it's like, like is she already had health issues or something. Yeah, like Biden, like if you mm-hmm. wait too long, he there is a real chance that Biden doesn't even make it to see anything. Yeah, I think Rudy Giuliani was pointing out like they're gonna get taken out. Like they're gonna wait until this person dies by being taken. That's, out. I'm sure Not that's just a I know. I, I I'm sure that's what he meant. I just was saying that like at certain age groups, you know, you're you're more likely. You know, your time if you're 80, 82, 
you know, sure, you could live another 18 years, you know, if you're lucky, right? But at the end of the yeah. day, it's like 82. You're like, you're on the last leg of Knocking your journey. <laughs> and so, like, it wouldn't be shocking if to sit on something and does somebody have something happen to them. They have a heart attack. They have a fucking accident. They fall, you know, like. They uh, jump off a 27-story building. Well, that's what I'm saying. Was she was she hanging from a tree with a gun, you know, on the ground? Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's been a lot of cases where we've seen that are very questionable, and we have no idea how she actually, you know, passed on. Now, and and to be fair, this is coming from Rudy Giuliani, so it, we don't yes. know if this is yes. backed up by any evidence. I mean, this is just coming out of this man's mouth, right? Yep. He has no documented proof to prove that what he's saying is true. I, so let's 100%. put that out there, too. Yeah, and, and and Rudy, like he's done a lot of great things. Uh, you know, historically, he's done a lot. He oh, helped yeah. New York a lot. Uh, he's come out with some good evidence, but he's also there's been times where it's a little fringy, bro, and it gets a little bizarre. And he's lost a lot of people that way as well. You know, so it's to your point, Greg. I mean, you just have to look at it and say, like, okay, this is a road that we can dig on and go forward from it from there. I guess you know. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just, I wouldn't be surprised if they sat on a whistleblower, but it's like, dude, just show the proof then. Show the proof. Like, you're you're making this bold claim that they, you know, quote unquote, killed mm-hmm. her under circumstances or mysterious circumstances. Come out and prove it, right? Yeah. But I mean, he did do a lot with the, uh, you know, with the laptop and shit, you know? It's like there's things yeah. that he was saying back then that people were, were true. like. That you're were, like, you're full of shit, man. And it ended up actually so, being yes. true. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. Yeah, he came out with that stuff way before anybody yeah. else did. And yeah. look at where he went. So, but like, he has. Just, I don't have anything, on, like, on the top of my head. But I know that there's been times where he said things. That I'm just like, damn it, Rudy. Like, that's so dumb. You know? And, and, and uh, you know, again, you, you can't just trust these people wholeheartedly but exactly you you can look at like okay if he's saying this now what does that mean you know like let's look up who was the woman yeah how did she die i'm sure she her her death is in some record somewhere you know i mean yeah Um, i mean she's dead so why not come out with her name be like she was a whistleblower her name was this this and this she's dead maybe for her family's sake i you know maybe maybe there's concerns that they would go after her family i mean yeah good point don't know yeah it's interesting man um it's not shocking but it's interesting I mean, it kind of lends to the the fact that there are so many whistleblowers coming out now. Like Mm. why, like you said before, like if you, if you're afraid for your life, why don't this come out that way? Everybody knows who you are and it'd be even more suspicious if you ended up gone. Yep. And that kind of, I mean, that's kind of what they're doing now with so many more whistleblowers coming out over the last six months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I'm sure we'll hear some of it because Rudy's not one to let up if he really believes something's going on. But the way he talked about it too was, kind of like it happened and that was just an example of something that happened before like it's not like new news mm. you know what i mean like i felt like it was kind of just like yeah we even had a whistleblower who died and well you know it's like are you still well, running with it or are you not you know yeah because the the whistleblower now is from ukraine right the ukrainian whistleblower yeah, so or something I th- yeah, so i think i mean so. it it, it kind of ties in maybe it's an associate from burisma i don't know <clears throat> who knows yeah, I'm sure she's not the only one that has those uh, those records, too. So, yes. But, yeah, I mean, listen, we're talking about very powerful people and a lot of money. And so it's not shocking or out of the realm that they wouldn't get rid of people in order to pre- protect themselves, man, including Joe Biden. Yeah. What about, people, <clears throat> what about people who get rid of themselves to teach yeah. the family a lesson? Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually brought this in more of, more of on the humor side of things. But I, I kind of wanted to get your guys' take on, like, is it too far? You know what I mean? Did you go too far? There's a Belgian man 
Okay, and he decided that he was going to fake his death. And then as they were holding the uh, the the funeral, he flies in on a helicopter like a boss. Fucking epic, bro. Lands and then just is like, what's up, everybody? I'm here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, he, he kind of, his point really was to teach people a lesson. Uh, he, he apparently had said uh, that he felt like people weren't getting a hold of him. Family wasn't wanting to come around. They weren't inviting him to things. Um, and you know how life goes, man. Like you, you really do have like your close friends and family and then the rest you, you see when you can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and his point was, Hey, you know, like I'm here, we're all here. Like, why are we not spending more time together? So he faked his death. Uh, and his wife, I believe his wife and kids were also in on this as well. Oh, shit. Um, really? so it really like, yes, yeah, as TikToker <clears throat> David Burton, uh, along with his wife and children decided to orchestrate the prank two loved ones um, to see who actually cared about the 45 year old mm. and uh, the daughter. So just spread the news of his death. One of his children took to social media and wrote a tribute to the father saying, quote, rest in peace, daddy. I will never stop thinking about you. Uh, why is life so unfair? Why you, you were going to be a grandfather and you still had your whole life ahead of you. I love you. We love you. We'll never forget you. Pretty convincing, right? If Listen, <laughs> think about your, uh, any of them. Think about your friend that has a family and kids. If they wrote something like this, you'd be like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. Like, no way. Well, the funeral happened. Uh, it says the fake funeral, which was held near the city of Liege last weekend, was attended by dozens of friends and family members dressed in black, waiting for the ceremony to begin until they were met with the land or with a landing helicopter. So did he, is he like rich? Does must, he, did he own the helicopter? He must be fucking rich, bro. And he just flew in on his own helicopter? Well, he, he has an account. Or did he like rent it to just make a presence? Yeah, he has a pretty decent amount of following and stuff, but it said <laughs> Can that, you do that? Just rent a helicopter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can. Yeah, you, okay. you're good. I mean, With you, the pilot though, right? Yeah, yeah. You're good. <laughs> okay. Unless okay. he knows what he's doing, but this is the dead man alongside a camera crew hopped out of the chopper as he greeted his mourners with a cheers to you all, welcome to my funeral. Oh, my God. Um, so so long. I'm watching this video. It's it's pretty long. I don't know if yeah, there's a way don't. to fast forward it, but, like, it is pretty fucking weird where you just have a small group of people kind of mourning. Morning. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's just out in this field, lands his <laughs> helicopter, he gets out, and everybody just rushes the field and starts hugging him. You know, like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, man. Like, how shocking uh, would that be? I, like, that would be, that would be weird. Yeah, right. Well, I will tell you what, you'll never forget him going forward, right? Be like, oh, no. fucking crazy. And then you'll, you'll question, like, is he really dead this time? You remember like, when, when he fucking does die? crazy Uncle Carl faked his own death and showed oh, up on a shit. fucking helicopter? That was so flying cool. steel steed. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's kind of dangerous to be running to that helicopter, though. I've seen those things whack heads off, dude, if you get too close to those oh, blades. Sh- but. Well, how all fucked up would it be if, like, the helicopter did crash and they just, oh, God, <laughs> he just crashed and burned right in front of his whole family? We so. tried to do the prank, and then as he's flying in, it's weird. It just yeah, takes exactly. out the whole oh, Lesson learned to who here? Uh, he did come out and say that uh, since this, uh, he has got more phone calls, more invites, and even people that didn't show up to the funeral were reaching out to him saying that you know, they wanted to get together. So, so he feels like it was a lesson learned and it was a good thing to do. Isn't it illegal to fake your own death? So, yes, but I don't know if he put in like a death certificate yeah. and all that shit. I don't oh, think they informed yeah. the public or they just, I think it was just a TikTok thing, right? Oh, okay. Saying like, hey, you'll be yeah. missed. Which kind of goes to the point of like, don't believe everything you see on social media, man. <laughs> but it is bizarre that he got his wife and kids to do it. That's what sold it, right? Because if the wife and the kids yeah. are writing these posts, like why in the world? Would, 
if if my wife was writing a post saying like we're gonna miss you, Dave, and and the kids are like, Dad, I love you, and I miss yeah. you so much. You, there's no way you wouldn't believe that. No fucking way. That's true. No way you wouldn't believe it. So mm-hmm. perfect setup. I would have to imagine some people were pissed off. Oh yeah. You know, like uh, yeah. you know, like oh, what is this shit? Yeah, Rudy's like, I took day off work for this shit. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm out here sweating. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Arkansas. No, where was this at? Belgium. Or Belgium. 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 No, Belgian, 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 Belgian waffles. <laughs> Belgian waffles. Uh, yeah, it was a uh, Belgian man. So yeah, the laws so about faking your own death might be different in Belgium as well. Yeah, I listen. I think was, this was very low level. I don't think they went to the full extent. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But either way, it, it's interesting. I wanted to know if you, is that it. too far? Is that too far? Uh, nah. It's it's memorable. That's for damn sure. Like, I mean, I would be, I would be shocked. I'd be like, "What in the David Copperfield is this shit?" I, like, been, I wouldn't have come in on a helicopter though. I'd have like popped out of the casket. Oh man, oh. that would have been. Okay. And then we open the casket, and he's dead of heat stroke. No, uh, like you're in yeah. there with like you have your oxygen, so you can stand there for a long time. Sure. And then when the moment strikes, you just go. But in seriousness, though, if I was, <laughs> if I did this prank, like me personally, and my wife and kids were involved, and like this was like a week. Where you guys thought I was dead, you know, and I, and like, you know, my wife and kids are mourning and you guys showed up to my funeral and everybody's like sad and shit. And there's people showing up, family members like, and I was just like, Hey, I'm here. Like you just yeah, be like you would just like, you would just well, say good job, bro. Like great prank. No, like, you'd probably get a punch for sure. Well, just imagine like the uh, the travel, the logistics, the yeah. the money spent on airplane stuff. Like there's like the time off of work because yeah. like obviously if any of my friends died. I'm taking time off work. Yeah, I'm fucking. I'm being there. But it's like, then you got to look at. Okay, well, I guess we can just hang out and party. You know, I mean, let's make the best of this. I guess. But that w- I would be like, really, dude. <laughs> like, you yeah. could you couldn't just say like, hey, man, we need to get together more. Like, you never know. Like, you could have had just a real talk with me. But well, maybe there it? is. Maybe there is that because that does happen. You always yeah. say that to people. Man, we should get together or whatever. And then, like, you don't. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, <clears throat> I think this guy honestly did this for clicks, and he did this to gain a uh, sure. Probably. more TikTok followers. He already has like 165,000 TikTok followers. Yeah. It doesn't always turn out for people, though. Like that one guy from that band, uh, Upon a Burning Body or whatever. Oh, he faked his. He faked his kidnapping. Death. No, faked kidnapping. A, faked a kidnapping yeah, to sell albums, and uh, that, that backfired huge on him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean... It's, don't inform uh, law enforcement, I guess. Uh, people will do extreme shit. I, I would probably, I wouldn't be, like, mad forever, but I would be like, dude, that's, like, really fucked up. <laughs> like, that's really fucked up, dude, that your kids did it. Like, that's really fucked up. I hope yeah. you die, sucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you know what this reminds me of is, um, the, the, like, this kind of came out a while ago, but the AI mm. that people are using, so, like, they would take a clip of Dave, your voice or something, yeah. and they would use an AI algorithm to call and say like, "Hey, uh, I, I've been kidnapped or something. They've kidnapped oh, me." You car mean, wrecks. Yes, they're they're mm-hmm. using AI now to prank people and to um, get extort them. Yeah. You know, yeah. take money from them. Yeah, or just to scare people. I mean, there there's yeah. to your point. Like we saw the thing where uh, the AI was calling like grandparents and shit, acting mm-hmm. like the grandson, and having like these major things happening, or they need to borrow money. Yeah. There was one. Uh, girl whose uh, brother supposedly called and sounded like he got in a car wreck on the call so she went out driving all around looking for his car that was wrecked and he was it was never a wreck mm. so just like causing fear it's like almost like terroristic kind of yeah 
Because you could go really crazy with that shit if you really wanted it's to. The fucking, it's the deep fake craze, man. It's coming. But, I mean, this guy, like a boss, came in on a helicopter. Very different. Uh, yes. This good yeah. old mechanics right there, not AI. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, no, it's, it's, I think it was an interesting story. It's, it's humorous, and also it kind of raises the question of, like, how far is a prank too far? You know what I mean? Like, is it, yeah. is it going too far? Is it really messing with the family? It, it, it's pretty wild, bro. Um, do we have time for another one here? I think yeah. we do. Uh, I want to talk about uh, this new study that I, I had this yesterday. Uh, women who start the pill as teens or birth control have a hundred and thirty percent higher rate of depression. And uh, when I was talking to Chris about this yesterday, like it kind of explains quite a bit, really. Yeah. Um, when we were in school, man, when we were in middle school and high school, I'm sure high school maybe changed a little bit, but like you know, middle school especially, like there weren't kids on birth control, man. Like it just like that wasn't a big thing. Yeah, at least uh, anybody that uh. I knew. Well, wait a second. Once we got into high school? High school, I said that probably changed. But in middle school, oh, like, there was not yeah, no. kids on birth control. Like, my girlfriends and stuff that I remember having, that, that, that just, it wasn't, it wasn't a huge thing. Then. Yeah. Like, parents, you got to wait until after puberty, right? Well, I don't know. I don't know. It, because, I mean, for most girls, don't most girls go through pu- puberty before Younger. boys do? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, if you do get on the pill during or before puberty... What effect will that have later on in life? Well, it's, uh, yeah, there's, I just, I feel like at the time, and we've talked about this in other aspects, even just as far as how they dressed. Uh, When we moved, I I found all my old photos and shit. You know what I'm saying? I had a bunch of photos from like middle school, high school, like a box of photos uh, that I, you know, we used to have the wind up cameras and shit. We used to take Mm -hmm. them to the middle school and you take pictures of your friends and shit. Got Sean Baker in there. They got a couple pictures of you, a couple of our friends. And you just look at the girls in the pictures and you're just like, man, they dress so differently Yeah. then, you know, and that was like, what, 98, 97, 98, 90. They, they didn't dress scandalously and shit. Like they were wearing like hoodies and jeans yeah, and fucking dude. girls yeah. were just like girls, you know, they were just, you know, teenage bad. girls. And so things have changed a lot. And I, I just feel like when we were in school, we didn't have a lot of girls that were on birth control because it just, there wasn't that big of a concern about sex really then. Is this what this is saying though? Like uh, it's now becoming more prevalent among middle schoolers? Well, not really middle schoolers. It's like a freshman age, like early high school, 15, 16 year olds. Yeah. 15, 16. Yeah. So Uh, it says here, like in 2016, a report from JAMA psychiatry revealed that the Mm. use of hormonal contraceptives was often linked to subsequent use of prescription antidepressants or a diagnosis of depression. Yeah. And then are we, are are we uh, shocked by this finding? Because I mean, you're messing with the girl's hormones. No, I mean, these are like the hormones that are kind of like, the the crazy hormones like the estrogen and all that stuff that make people kind of go a little emotional. Well, I mean, it just goes to everything now. Like, I feel like over the last couple of years, now we're like hyper looking at everything that we're taking that these pharmaceutical companies are are, are making and giving people. Like, what effects is it all this shit having on people? And that that was my yep. point is that the study is showing that like obviously this is another study found that sixteen year old girls taking oral contraceptives reported more crying, sleep irregularities, eating problems than teenage girls of the same age who didn't use them. Yeah. And so why I brought that up was because, you know, obviously depression's a thing, bro. I mean, we know that. And when we were in middle school, you there were some kids that you could tell were kind of depressed and yeah. shit. Um, mm-hmm. But now I feel like. 
a large majority of people are on some form of medication. Dude, think about how this links all of this together. I mean, you want kids to have sex, but you don't want them to have babies. Mm -hmm. You want abortions. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? You push the pill, right? So they get on birth control, which leads to what? Depression. So then they get on what? More Antidepressants. And then they do what? Kill people. Or, or they go the, fucking crazy. Or the, yeah, or they they lose it because you're, you know, your brain is obviously developing a lot at this period of time, and when you're starting to yeah. inject yourself or pump yourself with medications, uh, I, the reason I'm just tying is because I feel like we didn't see that as much as we do now. Yeah. And when you look at the way that girls are now, it's just like man, like that was not how it was then. Like just the whole the way that they even like the maturity to it all. You know what I'm saying? Like in high school, you started seeing like women, you know, when we were in school, like starting to get a little more style, maybe showing, you know, a little. Dude, that's a great point. And, and be- because, I mean, what does that do? It pushes the pill on younger girls. <clears throat> and so you're fucking them up even younger now. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. And that could be why all of a sudden we see a huge spike in depression. We see a huge spike in body dysmorphia. We see a huge spike in, in sleeplessness or people like i mean just a whole thing everything about yeah. it add on top of that social media yeah i mean how bad is that as far as an influence on our children yeah and so you have these things where you know like obviously you could even dive into the hormones and foods and shit that you know may maybe is progressing men and women you know to uh you know being more developed and shit at younger ages but then parents yeah. now are even are even more concerned with everything and they see that the styles changed a lot. They see that, you know, uh, younger, younger ages are, you know, into boys at a younger age. Well, yeah, and we, I, it has everything to do with the age, too. Like, the, just the, the hormones that you're getting, like we were saying, and the brain function. Because mm-hmm. it also says here, uh, the study revealed that the depression declined when women continued to use the pills after the first two years. So the longer you use them, the depression rates kind of declined a little. Mm, but okay. teenagers using the pills still had an increased rate of depression even after they stopped. Even after they stopped. Yeah. So this is like has some long lasting effects yeah. here. Yeah. And that said, that effect was not seen in adult users. So, you know, very much that like if you're hitting them at this right sweet spot with these medications, you're, you're having a dramatic long term effects, man. And, yeah. and, and what are the parents supposed to do? That's kind of was my question is like, you know, if you if you're a parent, which we all are. Um, you know, you know that there's a higher risk now. You know that kids maybe are experimenting younger than we did as as the same age. Yeah. And so I understand that these parents are like, hey, we you know, we don't want to take any risk. We want to make sure that they're on birth control. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like our parents thinking about like yeah, what are still putting shit in these kids' what body. mental effects is this actually happening? Yeah. I man. think you gotta like come clean with your kids. Be like, look, uh, you have sex without birth control, yeah, uh, you're gonna get pregnant. All right. But if you do have sex with birth control, you're going to have some sort of lifelong depression here. You're you're bound to just be depressed your whole life if you take it right now. So uh, here's here's what having a baby is like. And I feel like um, right now when I have, you know, because my my kids are like, what, 10 and eight. Yeah. My old my oldest. And so my daughter's eight and she saw what it was like to raise another kid. Right. Mm Because our youngest child is three yeah and so she saw that so did uh my eldest son yeah and they're like boy this is not fun i don't want this and i always tell them as soon as like uh kai my youngest um starts freaking out i go 
Don't have kids until you're ready. Yeah. Right? This is what it's like. Well, see, you but that, you're doing the right thing. Have... You're you're communicating. And I yes. think I think that's really honestly when you yeah. break it down, that really is the problem. The problem is is for whatever reason, you know, parents are very afraid of having these discussions with their kids. Yeah. And so, you know, like that's the one thing I've always said like my mom did really well with us was that she was never shy about talking about like what drugs can do, which is the reason why, and Greg, you can attest to this, I, I really wasn't into that shit uh, all the way through school. No drinking, no partying, none of that stuff. And even sex was very scary for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I dated a girl all the way through high school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, you know, and I'm sure we all felt that the first time where you're like, oh my God, she's going to be pregnant. I'm fucking screwed. Cause you just don't know what yeah. to expect. But it wasn't like just a willy nilly thing, bro. It, like there was real fear of like, oh man, if this happens, like I, and I knew it. And that was yeah. because I had somebody that was telling me like, hey, these are consequences to what's happening right now. Yeah. I think a big I, part well, of that. Go ahead. Greg. I, I've heard studies that there's actually less physical contact now because of the whole stay at home, the COVID stuff, all this other stuff and the hashtag me too movement. I've just heard that in general, there's a lot that is saying, hey, there's a lot of evidence out there that says that kids are not having sex as much. Within the last, mm. like, three years or whatever? I guess so, yeah. Mm. So uh, I maybe. don't know what it is, but... Maybe, I mean, there, there, sure, there's definitely some truth to that. I, I think that, like, I don't know about just the not being around people. I think people are over that. Exactly. You know, yeah, but yeah, I, I think there's some other consequences that's happened recently that maybe people are a little more... And I think the Me Too thing and, and that whole thing is definitely something where... You know, when we, back in the day when we go to like a middle school dance and you're just like, what's up, girl? You know, like yeah. you're just you're hollering Dude, at the girls, yes. uh, you know, that kind of stuff. There are especially boys who would just be like, I don't know, you know, like they've seen and heard about well, situations. I, I think a big problem is, too, is just the, the whole family aspect in general isn't what it used to be. Like That's there true. isn't there isn't like the relationship there. There isn't the mutual respect there anymore. And like if you were to tell your kids and have a conversation Unless you have those two things, they're not going to listen anyway. Yeah. So I feel like just having the the whole the family aspect and being able to talk to each other and having a good relationship is very important. And like you might not have to put them on birth control so young if they you guys had you know conversations and had a mutual yeah. understanding of what consequences were and all that stuff. Well, that's what it's supposed to be, Chris. It's yeah. supposed yeah. to be, hey, uh, have some fucking responsibility here. Take yeah. responsibility for your actions and know what the consequences are. Yeah. And I also think it's an easy out. That's that's kind of where I'm at with parents. I think that, you know, a lot of parents, um, some do it for good reason. I, I'm not dogging that. But I'm saying a lot of parents just go, well, let's, we should probably put them on birth controls. You never know what's going to happen. They don't really think about it. They just do it. Uh, and that's the same with, like, a doctor just saying, I think they're depressed. And the parent's like, well, let's put them on antidepressants. Like, there's no thought behind, yeah, like, no, how okay, is this affecting my child? What is causing this depression yeah, instead yeah. of just giving drugs? So, I mean, mm-hmm. poor parenting probably, uh, lack of parenting, um, lack of consequences. Uh, there's a whole lot of stuff, man. But if kids understand that, like, you have a child, hey, I mean, listen, I'll help you as much as I can, but this is your responsibility. And, yeah. like, understand that you won't graduate possibly. Like, you might not get it, that job you want. You might be struggling for a long time. You it's definitely going to be harder. It's going to be a lot harder, man. So well, what was that one show um, where it was on MTV and they had like the young oh. preteens having fucking babies and all this shit? Yeah. It was, oh, was it called like something? Teen Mom? Teen Mom. Teen Mom. That's yep. what it was. <clears throat> so, I mean, I, I remember watching that and some girls would watch that and be like, man, I can't wait to have a oh baby. Oh my God. I, I, I want that. Hmm. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of them would be like, wow. 
that is a fucking pain in the ass. And I know that there's some classes like um, in high school, some high schools do this where they have a fake baby doll mm, yeah, oh, do. yeah. that cries when it's, you know, yeah. you have to fake feed it and, you know, fake change its diaper and all that stuff. And it cries and you got to figure out what's going on with it. Dude, even like the egg thing, man. Remember back then? I mean, we did that where you had to take care of an egg for two weeks and you couldn't let it break, dude. And, mm. and he was just like walking around with a fucking egg. It was weird, but. <laughs> oh, gross. I don't think I ever done that. Yeah, we did. We did in, I think, middle school or maybe it was like freshman so high school. But it was, was it in a plastic bag or something? No, you got like a, you built a little cradle for it out of like, a, you know, just one piece of the egg carton. Oh. And they had like uh, a little padding in there and shit. The only thing we did with an egg is we had this class where we built uh, like a structure around an egg. And then we had to drop it off the balcony if oh, the egg yeah. didn't break. That sounds we, more we, fun. We passed. That's more fun. Oh hell yeah, bro! Dude, dude the kids soak this shit up. Yeah. I want. I want to. I want to say. I know we're bouncing here, but uh, my daughter, right before she got out of school, like the last two weeks of school, uh, Rowan, my oldest, she got in the car when I picked her up, and she's like, "I don't want to be an adult." And I was like, because she's always said like, "I think it'd be so cool to be an adult." You know, mm-hmm. her class was actually going through and talking about how parents. Like have bills and talking about electricity bills and, oh, yeah. and phone bills and insurance. Yep. And she's like, I had no idea that like, that's how much stuff you had to pay for. And I'm like, yeah, that's really good that your school's, you know, you're talking what fourth, third grade here, fourth yeah. grade, uh, that they're like teaching you that, Hey, Perspective. cause yeah. I always tell Dude, them, like, I, don't spend all your money, I, bro. Like, you know, yeah. you never know what you want down the road, but I teach my kids that too. Like here at, at the house. Cause I'm like, Hey, shut off the lights. I got to pay for that shit. Hey, don't, why yeah. are you running the water? You're brushing your teeth. Just close the water and brush your teeth, and then you know. I do that too, but for some reason, like her, I don't know what they did, but they broke down. Like, Connected hey, because yeah. she's she's like, I didn't know you were taxed. So, like they were telling her about getting taxed on your on your on your, uh, you know, when yeah, you get dude. paid. Yeah. So they actually went through and just showed her like, hey, this is how much a check can be. This is how much comes off right away, and this is where you have to put all this stuff as a parent. And I thought it was like very informative for her. She yeah, like was good. literally like. I just had no idea, you know, and I'm like, yeah, like when you're bitching about that fucking ice cream that you want to $7 and I tell you, no, there's a reason, right. you know what I'm saying? So she's in fourth grade. Uh, is it fourth? Yeah. Fourth grade. And going into fifth now, right? Yeah. I think it's, yeah, she's going into, I okay. think it's going to fifth. Is that, what's Kingston? <clears throat> going into fourth. So yeah. I think Roe would be going into fifth. Yeah. I think she's yeah. a grade ahead of him. Cause she's turning 11, but she also yeah. started like, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know why I'm mixing that up right now, but it's early, so maybe I am. But I think she's going to the fifth grade. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird, man. They go by fast. Yeah. Band's it starting weird. kindergarten this year. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm very excited uh, for the new school shit. I think that's going to be so yeah. cool, man, that they're going to be in the it's same a school. huge school, right? It's such it? a beautiful school, dude. It really is a, is a really pretty – all the schools. All the schools are very, very nice and new. And uh, it's cool that the kids are going to be in that, the same school. All in the same school now, yeah. Yeah, I think that's Woo-hoo. a positive. So, anyways, guys, uh, that, those are some fun discussions, man. Yes, yeah. yes. Very fun discussions. And uh, happy hump day again to everybody. Hope you have a great one. Yes, You, you can go home, take a drink, and just be like, oh, it's halfway over. <laughs> halfway <laughs> over. And don't forget, everybody, tomorrow the, lo- the show will be live for everyone for the first half hour at least. Yep. yep. And then we'll be switching to Patreon. Absolutely. Yes, and follow, like, and share our yeah. content, okay? That's what helps us get our name out there. So, yeah, yeah hit that yeah, notification bell. Get all the updates. Greg, cheers to you. Chris, cheers, cheers gentlemen. to you. Take care, everybody. Later.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.